2: Good morning, and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Dana Southern, and I'm here with my friend, my longtime friend. We've been friends for close to 30 years now, Yep. and we've been, you know, working and helping people, guiding them, and making sure that we do everything in our power to, to guide people to, to not just make bad decisions or to be taken advantage of when... Unfortunately, sometimes the dealer's not as protective of their client as they could be. With that said, Gary and I, you know, we take a lot of passion and pride in making sure that we do everything that we can to help the client. And the worst case scenario is if if for any reason we're not able to satisfy you completely,
1: we're going to charge you absolutely nothing. Correct. You know, before we start today, I got, I got, want to talk about something that's nothing to do with the car business. Let's do that. But it was something that was really, really cool. I got an email from a friend of mine, and it's Wreaths Across America, and I believe it's .org. So she said to me, it was an email to a bunch of people, please make a donation if you'd like. So I clicked on it, and when I started reading about it, I'm like, you know what, I'm doing this. It, they, I know why you're going to do it. And it's kind of it was kind of a killer idea. And what they're doing is you can buy a wreath online and on December 16th, which is a Saturday, they will place that wreath at the national cemetery that your loved ones buried at. So I jokingly said to her, I'll, I'll, I'm definitely doing that. So I went online and I showed my wife because my father-in-law is buried in Pine Lawn. I'm sorry, in National Cemetery on Pinnacle Peak. My parents are buried on Long Island and my mom was just placed with my dad. So I haven't seen my parents' new headstone. So I jokingly, I went online and I did this thing and the, and the it can, I don't know if I made a mistake or if their website's not correct. But I was able to buy two wreaths for $30, $15 a wreath. Now, it made my data. I thought it was something really cool that I was going to surprise my wife with it, that I did it for her dad, and then I did it for my parents. And somehow, I had to call the company. They had to cancel my order and make two separate orders. And I jokingly said to the gal, you know, it's kind of funny because one is a wreath and the other one's a Hanukkah bush. My parents, I'm Jewish. So, no. so the funny thing I, are was. You, are you kidding me? <laughs> so the funny thing was when I was a kid, when I got married, my wife was not Jewish. So we had Christmas, tree, Christmas trees with, instead of the star on top, we had a star on David. That went on top, so the joke was always it's a Hanukkah bush. So I'm sure when I bought the wreath and I told the gal the story on the phone, the woman was my mom was up there smiling and laughing. But it's wreaths across America. It's fifteen dollars. You if you buy two, I believe they do a third one. They, do a, they donate one themselves. You can do it for a loved one. I don't know if it's at all cemeteries or just... I believe it's just at the national cemeteries. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on that, but it was an unbelievable thing for $15, and it definitely made me feel good.
2: Well, I can tell you that it certainly did, because about two minutes after he got off the phone and doing all those things, he immediately called me, and I thought, <laughs> wow, that's, that's a really neat thing. So... I, I don't have any more information other than to tell you that I'm sure for a lot of people it could be very meaningful.
1: And, and the last thing I'm going to say about this is this. People move and my parents are in New York where I grew up. I don't get the opportunity to get back to New York as much as I'd like, but I will tell you this, whenever I go, it's kind of like I take you know a few hours out of one of the days that I'm there and I get in the car and I get to visit my family. And unfortunately, it's at multiple different cemeteries. My parents are buried someplace. My sister's buried with my grandparents. My other grandparents are buried in Queens. And I try to see everybody, you know, get in, get out, you know, spend a few minutes. But that feeling of being able to do something, and actually on December 16th, I'm going to volunteer that day. I'm going to go out to the cemetery on Pinnacle Peak, and I'm going to put the wreaths out. I'm going to help them.
2: Well, maybe we'll go together. In the meantime, since we kind of are a car show, we should probably talk about some things related to the auto industry. And of, of late, you know, there's, there's just so many different things as a consumer, besides just the price, besides just the interest rate, besides what you're buying, besides the trade-in. There's, there's other variables that are, in many cases, very, very important
1: for you to understand and either act on or not act on. And the most important thing is what Dana just mentioned. Remember this. He just talked about it. The price, what the interest rate could possibly be, what's your trade-in worth, if you need a warranty, if you need this. You know. But one of the big things was I, I saw something this morning, and it relates to the economy, I saw something that Social Security for 2018 people are going to get a two percent cost of living increase. And I started to read it a little bit. It had to and I read it because of something I saw about the automotive industry. And the funny thing was, and it's not funny, because in the article I read, it said you're gonna get a two percent price increase, but by the time you pay your Medicare You'll probably have less money than you had the year before and supplements go up. Now, the the thing that made me think about it was 2018, they're changing the Mustang a little bit and they have this new performance package, level two package, whatever it is, and it's about a $7,000 option. So I clicked on the Ford website and... Go to build your own. And it said base MSRP for a 2018 Mustang GT Premium. So the leather interior is not an option, it's a car. It's a GT Premium, which means it has leather. Base MSRP was just a smidge under $39,000. Now I'm sitting at the desk at the house, so I reach in and I pull out the laminated MSRP from my two thousand and fifteen Mustang G T premium and the MSRP within about a hundred bucks was three thousand dollars less. Higher On your previous one. My So So then I started reading, and I start reading about this GT performance package. I think it's called a Level 2, and they're basically explaining to me in this article that if you buy the GT Premium, add the two packages that you need to add, add navigation and a couple of other little things, you now have a Mustang GT that's not a GT350, Mustang GT over 50 <laughs> right under 50 and he's and the and this car is only available with a manual transmission so you can't add the premium package this performance package but you know there's a big big thing that people don't look at and I've I warn people about this they do all this homework how much do I pay for the car What's my trade-in worth? What should I pay for the warranty? What's the interest rate I'm going to get? Now, I had a client last week, and Dana's had these stories as well. They had an interest rate that if I didn't see it in black and white, I wouldn't have believed them. But they had to put 30% down, and not everybody's got eleven grand to put down to get this great rate. But I can't tell you the biggest mistake people make. Often. Often make. When you buy a car and you give them a copy of your insurance card so that you can drive home with your brand new vehicle, you cannot call back the dealership the next day and say, I got up this morning and I called my XYZ insurance company and this car costs me $45 a month more to insure. So you spent the whole day on Sunday... Fighting, fighting for, for hours. every di- deal and the next thing you know, there you are and your insurance goes up. So now what happens is you start shopping for insurance. you know what your worst case scenario is and the most important thing is and Damon's gonna go around go through this the most important thing. Is know what you're covered for before you need it because you can't have an accident go to make a claim and find out that my insurance doesn't cover a certain thing and then say can we add that and fix the car
2: oh I don't think so and you know as an example you brought up you know a a $3,000 increase in base price in just three years to me that's really, really high and I think you feel the same way. Yeah, it's a thousand dollars a year. That, that, to me that's very high. And then as you know, another quick example, if you're thinking about getting a new two thousand eighteen Chevrolet Corvette, they will not be making them after January. So just a little quick tidbit, they're gonna make about seven thousand more for the United States, but January early January production, the eighteen will be gone. There's gonna be something new coming. No, it's gonna be a mid engine vet probably.
1: But in the meantime, They're going to be rare. And there's a lot to read about that because what they're doing is they're going to make a second car to go along the lines with the Corvette. They're not going to eliminate what they have and add that car. But this is one that's really crazy. In 2004, I was a new car director at a Chevrolet dealership. It was really, really, really hard to build a Corvette that was forty-seven, forty-eight thousand dollars. I was at a Chevrolet dealership the other day, and they didn't have one Corvette that was less than sixty-five thousand. Now, if you go out and you buy a one LT, no Z fifty-one no suspension package, the basicest car you can build in a Corvette, it's still, I believe, over sixty grand. I saw a couple of Z06s there in some grand sports that were 89 to over 100. Now they're also coming back with a ZR1 Corvette, which is going to be, you know, ridiculous. So but, w-
2: while he shares these things and we talk about, you know, not so much the fact that they're going to have different versions of Corvettes, but think about the uniqueness of these cars. When, when you go to get insurance, You need to make sure you're getting the proper insurance coverage, and we'll talk about that after the break. But remember, you can reach Gary at 602-525-1370 or myself, Dana, at 602-679-8324.
3: The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement in customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked.
5: Visit brightfocus.org to learn more.
1: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders. on 96 of The Patriot. Once again, my name's Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and partner, Dana Southern. And easiest way to reach either one of us, 602-525-1370 is my number. Dana's number is 602-679-8324. The one thing you want to remember is... Remember this, you cannot return a car because your insurance went up. Now, I saw a car that I was really, really excited about buying, and I don't normally get really excited about cars. And it's kind of funny that the only reason I didn't pull the trigger and do the deal was at 56 years old, I didn't want a lime green car. But I was so interested in the car, I made a phone call in the morning, and I called my good buddy, Paul Houston. He's an insurance broker. He's not an agent. He represents multiple companies that are from premium companies. Super preferred. Super preferred. And I said to him, hey, if I trade my Mustang in, and I replace my Mustang with a 2017 Scat Pack Challenger, now that's not a Hellcat. It's really an SRT8 392 with the 485 horsepower. It just doesn't say the 392 on it. has a little bumblebee on the front fenders and no other real badging to set it apart. Well, it was 500 a year additional on top of the insurance I currently pay. And at that point, I said, you know, if the car was gray, if the car was black, if the car was burgundy, Maybe even blue. I might have considered it, but if I'd have drove home with a lime green car, th- the look on my wife's face would have been priceless. priceless. <laughs> but no but I did what what everybody should do. If you're going shopping for a car and you have an idea what you might want to do, get some ideas of what the rates are.
2: And and keep in mind that if you've been with the same insurance company for a really long time, you owe it to yourself. Just like with credit card companies, you know, if you have a credit card company and you pay them well. You you owe it to yourself periodically, whether it's once a year or every two years, to keep them honest, meaning that you try to get a lower interest rate, tell them you're going to quit if they don't give you a better interest rate. But the the key is the same thing happens with insurance. But I want to talk about a little bit different part of it. When you buy a brand new vehicle, I think most people and. You know, Gary and I actually talked about this over this past week, but I think most people probably assume that when they buy an insurance policy and get full coverage and then just transfer their coverage from car to car, that God forbid someone would strike them with, you know, and it not be their fault, or if God forbid they were in an accident and they were at fault, that they would get OEM, original equipment from the manufacturer parts, and not necessarily used, rebuilt,
1: or junkyard parts. But they don't write it that way. So the way they write it, they, they use a glorious word. So you can have an insurance policy that has what's called an OEM rider, which means you pay for extra money, and it's not a lot, every month, so that your policy doesn't read, we can use... Recycled parts. Now, Dana mentioned the word. There is no difference. Recycled parts come from a junkyard. Now, they call them recycled parts. Now, I was involved in an accident. I have an OEM rider. Someone hit me. They left. His insurance company took full responsibility for the accident. I caught the young man that hit me. Now, we get all done and everything's agreed upon and I get the phone call from Allstate and Allstate states, hey, Mr. Green, we took full responsibility. We were out. We were looking for the car. And the good news is we already found a taillight and a rear bumper at the junk. And I just kind of said, why don't we do this? Why don't we let my insurance company pay to fix my car and you pay them back? Because I have an OEM rider on my car, and if you
2: heard what he just said, that is so critical. Because I mean, if you're buying an $800 car and it's an old beater, do you need an OEM rider on your insurance policy? And, and the answer, of course, would be no. However, if you have a really nice car or a brand new car, you don't want them to be able to use refurbished, remanufactured parts off a junkyard when. By God, it, it's a brand new car, or even if it's only a couple of years old, when he referenced like an insurance writer for the OEM, um, to give you an example, you know, it might cost $80 a year, $100 a year on average for a person with a good driving record and a preferred insurance company. So you're talking about 6 $7 a month maybe to know that God forbid if the person that hits you doesn't have the right coverage, you do. It's a terrible thing to find out that you don't have what you need when you need it.
1: You know, and, you know, Danny used another word, aftermarket. There's a company in town, and it's not its not a bad company, so I'm not afraid to use their name. The company's called Keystone. And you'll notice their vans running around town, and you'll notice them pulling in and out of body shops. Just like you'll see a van that says Lugrub Chevrolet. Okay, you see this book. If you were to show up and your car was getting worked on and the guy said, hey, the truck out there has got all your parts in it, and it says Keystone on it, it's going to be what's called aftermarket. So there are companies that get all the correct dimensions, and they make aftermarket replacement parts for your car, and they make them in different levels, so there could be a good, better, best. And when I worked with a friend of mine in a body shop, it was kind of funny because he would sometimes buy wrecked cars to fix the cars and sell them. And it amazed me how many dealerships would buy these wrecked cars from him as long as the Carfax didn't show the accident or the auto check. By the way, stop there for a minute, Gary. Stop. Stop. Well, I don't even want to go into that because I, it's a whole other show. So let's talk about the insurance and stay on All that. right.
2: But just make sure you heard what he just said. Yeah. That there are many dealers that will buy a car that's been wrecked and fixed as long as it doesn't show on the Carfax. Mm-hmm. End of statement.
1: Yep. And these, we we would get a car and the car would, he would have the car back at the body shop and the car would get torn down and the. Keystone guy would show up with the parts to fix the car. And the body shop guy, the guy that was hanging the parts on the car, I, didn't, I don't speak Spanish, so I don't know what he was saying, but from the tone I could tell, he wasn't very happy. Because when you buy an OEM part and your car straightened out correctly and you're using the holes that are pre-drilled or pre-bolted or whatever you want to call it, the parts fit from one car to the next. You start dealing with aftermarket parts, and all of a sudden you see him out there with a grinder trying to make the hole a little bit bigger, or you see him with a dent puller or a a frame, and he's banging to pull something out to make the parts fit.
2: The, The last thing, at least for this segment on this, is depending on what you purchase, and let me clarify that, whether you purchase it or lease it, if you purchase the car, wouldn't you want to have OEM parts separately? Most lease companies, which technically are the registered owner of the vehicle, require OEM parts. They don't all require OEM parts, but if you're buying a BMW, as an example, you better read your contract and make sure you get the right insurance. Your insurance special. agent may not
1: know. Very special thanks to Lundy's Period of Volkswagen located at eighty-eight hundred one West. Bell Road, just west of the Loop 101 in Bell Road. Once again, Lundy's Prairie Volkswagen, thanks for their support, and great place to do business.
3: Earnhardt Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit the all-new state-of-the-art facility and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to their clients. Heart Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people who know how to take care of a Lexus and even more importantly how to take care of you. Now located in the heart of Phoenix at 800 East Camelback Road, Phoenix, Arizona 85014.
5: I just don't understand this crazy digital
4: world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh.
3: See, you don't have to be perfect. To be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't
5: have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids in the Ad Council.
1: Welcome back to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. You know, we're talking about insurance and we're talking about knowing what you don't have or knowing what you have or not knowing anything. The way I met my insurance agent, believe it or not, it was a Sunday afternoon. We were sitting in the cigar shop and we were talking about something and I told him what my insurance, we started talking about insurance and we really didn't know each other at that point. And I mentioned something about having progressive motorcycle insurance. And he said, Gary, you did that online, didn't you? I said, yep. He says, I guarantee you for what you're paying right now, there is no possible way you are paying that much a month and have uninsured and underinsured motorist coverage. Now, without going too detailed into insurance, what that basically means, if you were involved in an accident, and it's the other person's fault, and you they don't have insurance, your uninsured and underinsured motorist coverage picks up the the damage covers me so I go home, I get online, I open up progressive, I open up my policy, and I start reading and I get to uninsured and underinsured and there's nothing there no there is. NA a. <laughs> So I end up calling and I get somebody on the phone and and this is what I'll tell you there's nothing wrong with using these online apps to buy insurance but there's nothing better than talking to a person so when you call and you want to making change want to make changes you can say representative and they will put a licensed insurance agent in your state on the phone with you So, that they can make the correct changes. So, it didn't change my insurance policy five, 10% to add the uninsured and underinsured coverage. It changed it 100%. It doubled. However, and that's how he knew I didn't have it. However, you cannot and should never, ever drive a vehicle. With your insurance and not be covered for uninsured and underinsured. Now, the other part of that, the flip side, was I had my car insurance. So after we made this change, he said to me, hey, if you go home and you go to Geico, they have better rates than Progressive. And he was right. So I I switched to Geico Insurance from Progressive. And I actually called Progressive and told them that what I was doing, what my coverages were. And they basically said, if anything changes, please call us back. We can't match that rate. But insurance is different for every person. There could be one little thing, but one thing that disappointed me was I was with an insurance company for years and it was one of the preferred companies and I had numerous vehicles, more than two, three cars I had insured under this policy. And my agent told never told me That if you don't specifically say what you want your uninsured and underinsured liabilities to be, it automatically defaults to 1530. And you don't want to have that in the event that somebody hits you and they're not insured. And the key to that, of
2: course, is... Is getting the proper coverage up front, recognizing what you need, the, the few things that we've talked about, whether it be getting an OEM rider, which would be original equipment replacement, it, it costs very little. The The idea of verifying what your potential insurance costs could be before agreeing to buy a car, you know, when Gary started off the show today, how many people over $5 a month didn't buy a car? over $10 a month didn't buy a car. Now they bought a car, and it's $45 a month more, and they're stuck. The, the key is the dealerships are trying to sell a car. A person is trying
1: to buy a car. We're trying to help people buy a the car. The last thing that a, that a car dealership wants a, cl- a client to do call is call their insurance company because two things can possibly happen if it, that don't go correctly – The first is you just found out that your insurance went up $50 a month. Or they start trying to sell you the financing on the car. I had one where the insurance company was set up with True Car. And the agent was explaining how he could help them buy a car. Insurance companies should stick to insurance. Car dealerships should stick to selling cars. I would love to see what happened, what the insurance companies would do if car dealerships put insurance agencies right in the dealership. And
2: and in some cases, they do have branches right inside locations.
1: Very special thanks to the Earnhardt family of dealerships. I I, I lost count on how many they had, but what I will tell you about this is it's very hands-on dealerships. I had an issue. Client had a problem with something with the car it was taken care of, and they actually got the keys to their car back. From Mr. Earnhardt at Earnhardt Lexus, 602-525-1370, and you can reach Dana at 602-679-8324.
0: Earnhardt Auto Centers is proud to announce the addition of Earnhardt Mazda. The team at Earnhardt Mazda, located at 15350 North Hayden Road in Scottsdale, is open to serve all Mazda owners and those who want a new Mazda. Come in today and let us walk you through our Mazda inventory, including new and used Mazdas with many different options. We are here to service all Mazdas and, of course, have genuine Mazda parts. Stop by the new Earnhardt Mazda today.
5: Remember when a small business needed a landline?
2: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. You know, I just want to make a a quick mention, Um, Gary, who's a dear friend. A a segment ago, I'm not usually a a very, you know, demonstrative or or shouty person. It's just not really my nature. Sometimes I'm passion. My passion sometimes overtakes my normal demeanor. So I, I don't mean to offend anyone. I promise. And. Separate from that, I'm going to get it back to Gary for you. You
1: know, it's kind of funny because Dana, you know, we keep a piece of paper in front of us because that car commercial, the insurance commercial where it's the squirrel, you know, that's Dana and I. It's very hard for us. We're all over the place sometimes, and we keep the paper in front of us so that if he's talking, if I interrupt him, he's going to be, what was I saying? And if he interrupts me, I'm going to, hey, what did I just tell you? But he mentioned something. So when he mentioned it about leasing a car and insurance, when I got in the car business a few years after Dana, if you leased a car, one of the requirements of the insurance was you had to carry 100 350 for your liability. And the reason that was and Dana's only said this 3 million times the lease company is the registered owner of the car. However, today there's a lot of young kids that are going out, they have good credit and they're leasing cars on their own. And I believe 100% I'm correct. That Toyota and Honda Financial Services no longer require the 100 300. But this is what I'm going to tell you as a parent. If you have a child that leases a car, just like I do, I have the car. It's completely in my daughter's name. She has her own insurance policy. The smallest difference in the insurance was going from the 1530 to the 100 300, it was minimal. Now, I could have I could have lowered raised the deductibles on the insurance because it used to be back in the day there were certain lenders that required you to have 100 300 and a 250 deductible. Then they
2: went to 5 and then most of them gone to
1: 1000 now. Correct. And it's nothing to have $1000 worth of damage on your car. And these are the things you need to be shopping for when you're shopping for insurance. What's my liability limits? What am I covered for? Do I have uninsured, underinsured? Now, one of the things that I is crazy is there are people that will buy medical insurance with their auto insurance. Well, if you have health insurance, why are you doing that?
2: Well, I think Gary's key point and whether it was for the child or, or for you as a consumer, Having state minimal requirements is, you know, a law from there to, to arguably have some kind of protection. 15 to a hundred thousand is a pretty big bu- bump. Um, 30 to 300,000 is a pretty big bump and 10 to 50 is a pretty big bump. And so, but cost wise, like Gary shared it, on the person with a good driving record and a homeowner and decent credit maybe a hundred bucks a year.
1: Did you hear what Dana just said? What's the last thing you said? Someone with what? Good credit, homeowner. Okay, now here's one record. thing that people don't realize. One thing you never do, and I'm just going to lay out a scenario. You're driving a 2015 Honda Accord, and you sell your car a private party, and you know you're going to buy a car in the next week. Do not cancel your insurance because some companies, believe it or not, will not look at you as being currently insured. So you want to check with your agent before you do anything with canceling your policy. Now, we also talked about credit. When you're filling out, you're on the phone with the guy and he asks you, "Okay, Gary, what's your driver's license number? And I give him my driver's license number. And then I give him my wife's driver's license number. And then I give him the VIN number for the vehicle that I drive. I give him the VIN number for the vehicle that my wife drives. He asks me what my zip code is. He asks me, will the cars be garaged at that? And then all of a sudden he says, now what's your social? Oh, and yes. I, and I give him my social security number. And what's your wife's social? Well, I have to get my wife because I don't know her social security number. And she gives him that. Now, it's not a hard inquiry. But they do look at your credit when they are doing insurance. So if you knew when you were buying a car that you had some credit issues and you're not 100% sure what your insurance is going to be like, that's more the reason. I helped a gal once. Subprime credit. Got her a great car loan, but I couldn't help her with her insurance bad credit, DUI and a ticket. SR22.
2: Oh my goodness. I can only tell you that as we talk about these things, the the key is just awareness because, you know, for some people, you know, they have excellent credit, they're with preferred insurance companies and they're they're kind of familiar with what to expect. For for people that maybe are younger, maybe not a homeowner, maybe good credit, not bad credit, but not incredible credit. Well, if you're leasing a vehicle and the lease company does require that you carry 100, 350, it might cost more to lease that vehicle per month with insurance included than it would be to buy it conventionally. And those are things that, from a dealer's perspective, more often than not, they don't care I don't mean to be unkind or suggest that they're not nice people, but ultimately they don't have to pay your car payment and they don't have to pay your insurance. So if they can convince you to acquire a vehicle and agree to a payment without calling the insurance company, as Gary shared, you've signed a contract, you've taken delivery, you had full coverage insurance when you took it. It's now your obligation to put the insurance on it. And so Again, not the time to find out as the consumer and if you are doing something on a weekend, if you are doing something after hours for insurance, perhaps it would be a much wiser decision if you're not certain to not agree to buy anything rather than find out the hard way after the fact. Anyway, from there, you know, we're really well into the year end for all vehicles. There's, There's very... There's still 17s that exist. There are still 17s that are out there available, but the actual selection and availability, especially depending on what it is, there's—I I would have to say that probably close to half of all new cars that are being built every day and for the last month or so are 18s the people that are hoping to wait till November, December to try to get a great deal on a leftover 17, you're just not having a a very realistic chance of that occurring. Um, By the time it gets to the very end of the year, if there are any 17s remaining, they're going to be the ones that they couldn't possibly sell to anybody else up to this point. And there are many manufacturers that haven't had 17s for months and well, by brand, there might be some 17s, but certain models, you you couldn't, as an example, you couldn't buy a Toyota Camry 2017 LE, XLE, V6, any version, none. There are zero 2017 Toyota Camrys in the Phoenix Metro. Now, most people would think... Probably I would suspect that they might have time where they've been gone for a while and even a month or so ago, they only had LEs left in a 17. So again, our purpose is to guide people, to protect their money, to help them, you know, make a decision. Often, you know, people don't really realize the best way to use their money or, you know, as an example with the same insurance scenario that we've been talking about, I helped a lovely woman years ago acquire a new vehicle and in order for it to work, it needed to be leased. Um, when she called her insurance agent, which I had her do before we completed the transaction, they told her insurance was going up from $78 a month to $178 a month. She had only like regular coverage and on an older, not very nice car. So she was going to full coverage and a lease. So um, she then explained to me that, well, she couldn't afford to buy the car and I said, well, um, I don't think it's the car. I, I believe that they're selling it to you below what they paid for it. And certainly the terms have to be more than fair. The problem is the insurance quote. I'm willing to bet you, young lady, that if we call three preferred insurance companies, by the time we're through, that insurance is going to be darn close to what you're paying now. Well, she'd been with her insurance company for 25 years, and within three phone calls, the insurance went down to $78 a month. So, again, I'm not here to have the answer to all scenarios, but on each scenario, they're, they're all different, and that's one of the advantages of either myself or Gary. We, we've been involved in so many tens of thousands of transactions Managed and, and work through so many different possible scenarios that if nothing else, we
1: should be able to give you a pretty fresh perspective on how you could do this. And what's funny is when when we explain our perspective and you still have all the answers, it's very simple to part friends. You know, and I'm going to meet a radio show listener right after the show this morning And I'm going to take a credit app with me because he wants to find out what he can qualify for before we go shopping. Now, I don't normally do that, and I don't like to do that. But when he raised the questions of things that he might not qualify for, and he thought it was a great idea. Now, if someone's looking for a car that's 10, 11, 12 years old, it's not generally what Dana and I help you with. However, if we're looking for a car and we know somebody that has that car, we might point in that direction. But what I always try to explain to people, when you buy a used car, there is no crystal ball you cannot see through. Okay, we're not Superman. We can't see through the engine block and see something. But what I will tell you this, if you're looking at a car and you're suspecting that the insurance might be more expensive. Okay, if you're driving a Chevy Malibu and all of a sudden you're trading your Malibu in for an SS Camaro with a V8. It's going to change. <laughs> and you're doing it because you're, it's 0% for 72 months and it gives you an affordable payment. Call your insurance agent. Make sure that you're covered for what you need to be covered for. Make sure that you are, and Dana said it, there's nothing wrong with keeping your insurance agent honest. When he, when if you see something, your insurance agent calls and says, hey, now my agent calls me every year, every year, two weeks before my renewal. And says to me, Hey, just want to let you know I just priced everything out, we're staying where we are. Or hey, I can go to this company. By the way, that's a very professional insurance agent. Most are not that good. You know, and and my my daughter, I, I keep a little list and I check mark off everything as I pay my bills for the month so I know that I can't miss anything. So I noticed this month on October thirteenth. There was not a deduction for my daughter's required renter's insurance on her apartment. Where she rents her apartment, they don't allow her. Now, what I laugh was she takes, I take her auto policy and I add the renter's insurance. The additional premium for the renter's insurance lowers the premium on the car insurance more than the rental insurances. So I noticed the $16 isn't out. But then I look back and I see a $9 debit in September. So when I called my agent at 8.30 Monday morning, I sent him a text over the weekend. He sends me a text. They overcharged you all year, $4 a month. And it was only $16. And then it went to 12. And then it was nine. Well, he said, you're covered through December. So you won't have a premium payment October and November always always you can't do any better than having an agent rather than a computer program 602-525-1370 Dana is 602-679-8324